Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst Knowledge Podcast, episode 83. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today in the episode, we're talking with the Bald Guy Beer Review Podcast. Yes, we had Alan and Chris from the Bald Guy Beer Review. Awesome episode. We talk about the beer industry. We talk about our favorite beers and all sorts of other fun topics. Also, I was on their podcast recently, so you should go and check out episode 10 of the Bald Guy Beer Review to hear my lovely voice. Enjoy. 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 This doesn't have to be like jazz radio or either. Like, no, hey, yeah. It's KWXPT. What's going on, my cool cat? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. He's got a good one. Yeah, literally, Alan has like Alan the best, has like, a great fucking voice. Morning radio. He really does have a great voice. It's going to be partly classic. Except I don't enjoy listening to it myself. I mean, yeah. It comes with time. Yeah. yeah. I still don't like listening to my voice. You don't enjoy it. You just get used to it. True. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Remember when you were like, I hate my nasally voice. <laughs> so nasally. It just sounds sick. <laughs> it always, it definitely sounds more high pitched. Yeah. And you're the, like, when you hear it, yeah, yeah, yeah. your voice is yeah. higher. Oh, for sure. Yep. I get that all the time. I, I'm like, damn, do I have a girl's voice? What the fuck? <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Welcome. 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 There's knowledge podcast. Hell yeah. Oh man. Well, I'm thirsting for some knowledge. Seth yes. dropped some knowledge on us last week. It was pretty cool. Some knowledge. I nuggets. heard. I, yes. I listened. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about, did I, did I coin the term the brewing triad? It sounded pretty cool. Yeah. I, it sounds good. I haven't heard it before, but I like it. Yeah, brewing like triad. It. What's yeah. the reference or what so it was it? It's the three parts of the production side of a brewery. You've got your brewing, yep. your cellaring, and your packaging. Cellaring. Storing. Cellaring. Storage so, of the beers. So the, yes, it's, yes. If, if you don't know anything about breweries and you hear cellaring, you, you would instinctively think, oh, that's where we put the beers to age, like right. in the cellar or whatever. That's where my mind went. That's where but my mind that's went. that's not completely correct. So what the cellar part is, is after you brew the beer, after you do your mash and then you boil it and then you send it into a tank... Everything that happens after you put it in that tank and before you package it is the cellaring process. Gotcha. Okay. So that's the fermentation. That's yeah. the, if you have to that trans- was very crisp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, uh, the fermentation stuff, any additions that you have to do to the beer. If you have to transfer the beer from one tank to another, dry hopping, cleaning tanks, all that stuff that has to do with while the beer is in the tank is okay. the cellaring process, carbonation, that, that gotcha. kind of thing. Which before I was in the brewing industry, I didn't know. I thought, oh, sell, when I was reading job descriptions and you see like cellaring, you think, oh, yeah, you have the place where you age the beer. It's in a cellar, right? Yeah, like, I have a question. I mean, we should probably do a podcast eventually of like you talking about beer, which we haven't done yet. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, which is surprising. We've done the history of but beer. Do you, but, I, yeah. but when you ferment in those big ass tanks, do you mm-hmm. also carbonate in those tanks? Yes. Oh, shit. Yep. I didn't yep. know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So typically, you would you would have one tank that's a fermenter where the fermentation happens and all that stuff. Then you transfer it to a bright tank. Yeah. Which is called a bright tank because when the beer is done fermenting and you take it off the yeast, it becomes bright, which means it's clear because all beer is hazy when it's fermenting. But now, but now it's all beer should be hazy. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So this um, one is. 
It's crazy because haze in, in most beers was thought to be a flaw until very recently, yes. which is interesting. But People now, just flipping the script. Yeah, most, good old most Hetty places, Topper drink from the which can. Which is why I liked that theory about Hetty Topper, which is why they were pulling that bullshit, oh, drink from the can because of the flavor. Yeah, because they, they want were people to see it. They were yeah. sad. They didn't want. They were. Yeah. They were scared of their. Who beer did we color. talk to about with that? That was on our um, our most recent history, history of beer. beer episode. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I remember those days. Those were some nostalgic days, though, when Hetty Topper was like first burst onto the scene, and people were like loving that shit. I literally drove two and a half hours up to Waitsfield, Vermont, to go to Waitsfield Country Store. Mm-hmm. I was second in line, and I waited there for like another two hours until they opened at seven. Fuck. And then I got my one case of Hetty Topper, and then drove home. And so the fir- person who was first in line, he was there with his wife. As soon as the truck rolled up, his wife left the line. I'm like, where'd she go? And this dude like just waits in line and he his wife just literally gets in her car. I guess they took two cars. Blows and she the driver. Drove, I think she was on her way to do that. <laughs> but but before that, she had to chase him down. So the truck literally doesn't they didn't even put it in the cooler. They literally just stacked all the fucking cases right next to the register because they were all going. Damn. Right? And then the truck drove away and his wife followed it to the next store so they could get another one because it was one yeah. case per store. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they didn't know That's where the next one was. And then the husband bought it put it in his car. Yeah, they did crazy shit back then. They would uh, <sighs> alternate their route and stuff so people couldn't do it. So you couldn't say, all right, 7 a.m., they're here. Like um, every week they would drive different ways, try to fool people so they couldn't I mean, what's the point? Like you're selling it no matter what. But they wanted it to get to more people and they didn't want it to become a huge secondary well, well, market as much as possible. And the other oh, were people it, reselling it? I don't know, probably, but like the other thing too, was the Waitsfield Country Store. This is like owned by some old Vermont couple, like salt of the earth people. They looked, I didn't talk to them, yeah. but they literally came out and they were like, because they knew how much they were getting. And they're like, okay, from this person on, there's a limit of two, four packs per person. And they're like, you and forward, you guys can all buy one case. And they're like, and because they would, and they did the calculation based off of how many people were in line. Because he's like, I don't want people waiting in line at my fucking store. And then not getting a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's like, what? If Why you did you just sell everyone a four pack or whatever? Yeah, I know. Because then it's Chris fucking... isn't going to drive two and a half hours. Yeah, he's going to send true. a wife to chase the guy down to the next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Fuck, man. Imagine having that power and, and just selling your beer and just being like, shit's worth more than gold. <laughs> but, they, I mean, they struck while the iron was hot, too. Because yeah. before Hetty Topper. That was a whole IBU bullshit, right? Well, it, the IBU wars. Yeah, the, the IBU wars is one thing. But before Hetty Topper. Uh, blew up alchemist was just a regular brew pub that made all different kinds of beers but then when True. when heady topper blew up they were like all we're doing is brewing heady topper now and that's all they did for a couple of years they rode that way well, then that yeah. hurricane came through and fucking housed his brew pub that and too. then he was like yeah. brewing out of some other thing for a while before he built that brand new facility up there it's in Stowe, right in Stowe, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i didn't have heady topper until way after it was like like same. Two years ago, I think is the first time I had wow. Heady Topper. Whoa, two or three years nice. ago. Yeah. I still think Focal Banger is better. It, it is, in my opinion. But I mean, yeah, I don't even know what that is. It's another Alchemist. Yeah, wow. it's not a double. It's a, a single IPA. I think it's the Wizard. That was the beer I liked. Yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah. That's not the a That's a, that's a upside down him, bro. I was thinking, that was uh, be my first we're always guess, drinking and it. And, it's, and I'm like, oh, that's not going to be Metaphors, it. I think, is I, one of those. It's because when I was drinking it, I upside down, and then there's the M. Yeah, yeah you're on some Wario Mario shit. Yeah, yeah you got it. You figured it out. Wizard's good, man. It's good. I like Wizard, yeah. yes. Is that nice. a double? It's a double, yeah. yeah. It's a diaper. Burlington beer out of. Yeah, yeah. 
Now right? they're out of Burlington, but they're yes. originally out of uh, Williston, Vermont. I don't know, though. I like doing wild shit for beer, though. Like, that was a good trip. Like, my buddy Tom was active duty army at the time, and he was home on leave. And so we fucking hopped in our car early in the morning, camped out, got some nice breakfast sammies, cool. saw the Vermont countryside, mm-hmm. got some beer, drove back, then drank beer. It was great. See, it the, it was fun, and there was something special about those early days where you're getting into craft beer and those, those random weird beers that you're like trying to seek yep. out and now there's really not much of that no like, there used to be like they just have know. so many yeah yeah there is there you, is a, you yeah. just drive yourself insane trying to track them all it's down. fun going to like mm-hmm. brand new fresh breweries though that like no one's had any of their beers and being like oh i wonder if they're good and try yeah, a couple yeah. of their beers you know but even that's kind of lost its luster too like my favorite beer trip ever is I drove 17 and a half hours to Munster, Indiana to go to Three Floyds in 2014. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. How many? Wow. Fucking dedication. 17 and a half. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, I got, so we got Some there. dedication, on, We bro. got there on a Wednesday afternoon, stayed in the hotel, power napped for like a couple of hours. And then I got there and I, I got there on a Tuesday night and the place was fucking packed. And I tried to drink the wall. But I wasn't getting tasters. I'm like, nope, we're going straight pints oh my like, God, down the wall. Yeah. I only made it like halfway. And then I don't really remember going back yeah. to the hotel. Yeah. Then Wait. I woke up the next day and I got back in line. And this is a Wednesday morning. And there's a huge line. I bought my one case limit and then drove 17 and a half back. Wasn't the Three Floyds, wasn't that like featured on all those top 10 lists or the top five lists that yeah. we talked huge. about? Yeah. And now yeah. you can get them in New Hampshire. Yeah. Which is crazy. The big, really oh, big man. one. Dark Star, is that their big release? No, Dark Lord Day was Dark like their Lord big Day. thing. Yeah. 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 Every year. So they had this huge like festival. My favorite one from them though was Gumball Head. I really liked that one. What kind of beer was that? Uh, Pale Ale. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I wouldn't do that now. Drive back was terrible. I, I recall oh, the yeah. story you told from that. That was not a highlight, the drive back for you. No, dude. I was hungover as hell and just really beat up. Damn. And then you're just eating all fast food and crushing energy drinks. So you're just <laughs> shitting your pants the whole time in the car, just rolling with the windows down. And I-90 out in like the Midwest is like miserable as fuck. Oh, yeah. You think you've literally died in a car crash and gone to hell and you're just in purgatory because you're just going over like the same. You're like, is that the same farm? Did I die? Yep. <laughs> like, Yo, yeah. And now I'm stuck on I-90 for the rest of my fucking life. fucking dead? <laughs> purgatory. Like, I don't know, man. I wouldn't want to be from Ohio or any of that other. Yeah, I've driven through that Ohio I-90 to New York. Even, you know, uh, like- even northern, like up upstate new york man oh yeah some of that shit is fucking depressing yeah like uh, fort drum out there in fort drum yeah. driving been, up but thank god not yet probably someday it's rough out there my brother was in fort drum for like a year and a half and he said <sighs> people were just killing themselves yeah for them yeah i think if you like to like hunting there's fish, a different cool, reason but, there but yeah yeah but yeah <laughs> probably because they have to go to pt in their short sleeves and their shorts and then it's fucking like negative temperatures yeah. out yeah, that's why I joined the Friday Guard, man. Part time, fucking Fort. <laughs> get deployed to Fort Couch. It's fucking way better. Fort Couch. You know, all the active duty guys are like, "Oh, you pussies in the National Guard." It's like, hey, man, I'm not an idiot. Sorry, I still have free college. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so what's your what are what's your favorite breweries, you guys? It seems like you've you've done a lot of beers. Right, right, hold on, before we get back, before we get into that, I'll tell you my favorite. Weird question. Starting right now. Right here we go. So we, we treehouse. As tree we mentioned house. in the intro to this episode, we've got Alan and Chris from the yes. Ball Guy Beer Review. Yes. Now, um, before we go down into favorite breweries and that kind of shit, what? is you guys podcast about you don't need to go super in depth but what's what's the spiel 
pretty yeah, much is, just two bald guys. We try some beer. Good excuse to escape the sleep of another's every now and then. Yeah. We give our very popular opinions on that beer. Yes. And then we enjoy some more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because we basically put under recording form, like we just hang out and drink beers and like just talk about random shit. So we're like, yeah. And then we'll just put a rating system to it and see what happens. So you were already doing this anyway. So yeah. you figured why not turn on the mics exactly. and just blast it out there. Yeah. Get like yeah. a little hobby going. It's, it's a good of- excuse to schedule some drinking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're too, I mean, we're not middle-aged, but we're close approaching middle-aged. We're two <laughs> middle-aged adjacent white males I'm during, a, pan- than during a pandemic. <laughs> what else is there to do? Hashtag start a podcast. So there you go. Yep. yep. So. We, yeah. we were part of that wave late late see we, yeah. we snuck in right before that whole thing happened yeah but, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 when did covid start 20 march 2020 when mm-hmm. did we start podcasting we started podcasting in january of 2019 hell yeah solid year yeah because had, there's an argument that could be made that the, that the pandemic technically started in november of 2019 that's true true, that's true. Yeah, yeah yeah with the first cases or whatever yes. so Jeez. you've got a you got a solid, got a solid start. okay yeah. good yeah, yeah, okay yeah. i'm now, proud about that now <laughs> can you explain a little bit about your rating system yeah is it like woo because you, you really you really are throwing around like some like weird like ambiguous numbers like 6.7359 yeah so there's nothing really to it we more it's more about the descriptor we put numbers on it because yep. as americans like i think americans like quantifiable thing but i'm kind of more of like those you ever heard of like fart like running the swedes they just don't do it by any kind of interval set they just kind of do random like i'm gonna sprint for as long as i can however that is and run for as far as i can so like our rating system is more like we'll give it a number and the number is only for just like ordering it where i like this one better than this one so i give it a better number but you kind of just describe your feeling with the beer so it's like hey i would get a four pack of that or i would drive somewhere to go get that so this could be a six today but a four tomorrow and a nine the next day it could be depending on like how they brewed at that batch yeah you know, or like how much hype or if you're a fan you know, boy if you've or tried not. some yeah. different things you yeah, know you okay. don't like it quite as much yeah and then we just put a number to it just for i guess for fun Gotcha. Yeah, you're kind of assigned like the numbers based on you're going to buy it, you're going to bring it home, you're going to yeah. drive to it. Yeah. Like something where you're making a 17 hour trip should fall like in your eight or nine. Right. At for least, sure. At least. And at if least, it doesn't, yeah. you know, you just wasted like two or three days. Yeah. yeah. A lot of time and a lot of money mm-hmm. for those drives. Yeah. So like, like a nine would be like a world class beer. Like, holy fuck. Like this thing's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cause you got to think how much money you spent in gas and time just to have that pint sometimes too the beer can be a little lacking but the environment at that brewery you went to could really make up for it and still save you trip Mm -hmm. i think we've talked about that a lot the beer experience experience. yes exactly that's a big part it's worth more than the flavor Mm -hmm. or the taste (laughs) so is it 10 like you're sucking a bloody dick like I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you really we, enjoy we kinda, doing that. We kind of go into the presence that you'll never get a 10 because there could always be something better. That's true. Yeah. yeah and then it, we also like caveat things with, hey, this is my number based off my personal taste. Yeah. Like, sometimes Alan and I are really close, but other times we're like, holy shit, dude, you're like a yeah. whole point off from me. Do you guys do you guys write them down? And then yeah. oh, I, you do? I, I keep a little Word document. Oh, on nice. Yeah. Type okay. We don't have to listen to ourselves every time to figure out what we <laughs> right. scored them. Yeah, because I definitely forget like five minutes later the short-term yeah. memory shot. So I find that like my rating system, or at least like how I view a beer now, is it's such a moving target. Like yeah. two years from now, I might... Like it might fall either higher or shorter on my list. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but there's some beers yep. though that just stay the course. Yep. That you're like, I could always, I go back to it, and damn, it's just as good as I remembered it. Plus, your palate yeah. changes over time too. You really fucking does. learn, mm-hmm. and you, you yeah. hate things more, and like things more well i I think again that's why we kind of try to keep it where we'll give like a number just for like just to throw it out there as something we have an official little sheet that gives all our yeah just kind of like throwing a dart at it you know sometimes yeah yeah or like but i think it's more about the description of like what what the beer's like for you like what what it's doing for you you know it's like hey i respect this this is a really good beer but hey man like nope i got it at the fucking the brew pub or whatever, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy it in the package. Like I'm a, that's a hard pass. Yeah. Sure. You know? So, but it, it's a way of like, kind of like not shitting on a beer. Like the only real reason we would shit on a beer is if there's like a clear error, technical faults. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Like, like, you know, yeah. it's like, they just package it bad. Something went wrong there. Maybe something went wrong. In the it's, flat. it's infected. It has diacetyl and you know, or if it's just like straight hot garbage. Cause like, <laughs> You know, I don't know, it's, man. That's like, possible too. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes even I've bought beers that I just I won't even drink. Like, yeah. I oh. just I'll dump them out. Yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes mm-hmm. old will even do that to you. You know, if they don't put the the date, you know, you might mm-hmm. be grabbing something that's a little old and you drink it and you don't realize that's why you don't like it. Yeah. I've had beers like that I've had and I thought I hated it and it just turned out it was really old. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm listening to freaking idiots that are like, man, this swish has Look been in my the swish has been in my I knew fridge if I since said last the age I could get Chris on this <laughs> yeah. rant real quick. Yeah. He's heard this one before. It's like there's <laughs> just a couple times. There was just some dude, I don't know, I can't even remember his name. It's yes, not he can. He's insignificant. That's <laughs> probably his mic check his name, go fuck himself. He'll, yeah. he'll mic check. Yeah. So anyway, this this bozo clown like got on the group and was like, Hey, this swish is still tasting great and the shit was like nine months old and, yeah. I, and all i said all i said to him was hey man i'm sure it tastes great but i guarantee you that's not as good as it should be and you should have drank it a long time ago those aren't for aging like you're an idiot you also and he, followed and he, up and he, he has no palate nuclear response you're a like fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like dude i will slap you in the fucking yeah. So Swish is a double IPA uh, from Bissell Brothers Brewing Thank out you. of Maine. Yeah. And, um, it's like their banger. Typically, double yes. IPAs don't last nine months. And, Actually, they ha- and they have a season for this beer. They only brew it between, I, I think, is it October to March? Something. It's, it's some, in that it's some, Yeah, it's somewhere in that so neighborhood. So they only, they only brew it a certain time of the year. And so this guy had, it was like September and he had it from like, the he previous, previous January. He did it on purpose to save it for right before yeah. the release came. So it wasn't yeah. like an accident. Like I had one of these fall into the back of the beer fridge yeah, and didn't see it for a while. I have a few and then of those I wouldn't back pour there. It, then I wouldn't pour it out. So I'm like, at least I'll try to drink it. And I will tell you, it did not taste as good as that. And it did not taste great to begin with. Yeah. But so, that's through no fault of Bissell Brothers. No, no, no That's exactly. the other point that I was trying to make to this guy, but he just wasn't having it. And I was like, dude, I will drop kick your neck off. <laughs> that's just the nature of that beer style. And, yeah. and Unless you really love the taste of old IPAs, <laughs> it's, not, it's not going to be good. Do you, you, you like eating stale cardboard? Yeah. Were you at the house? Were you guys at the house and we were at Cuts's house and we went to the basement and played Flip Cup and we just, you, the only thing we did was uh, drink Miller Lights yeah, from like two yeah, yeah. years Warm ago? Miller Lights. Yeah. Miller Lights. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. We that, drank the whole 30 rack. That was at a, at a Halloween party Dude, probably five years gross. ago. That was Six rough. years ago. <laughs> Did you guys get a medal for that? Oh, <laughs> I got some sort of medal poisoning, yeah. yeah. Your yeah. overlord on your video game, the, the guy that's playing you through your life, got him a che- couple achievements for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. That's right. Oh, damn. He's we like, damn, the you drink them all? Yeah. yeah. 
He's like, yo, Fuck. watch this. I'm going to unlock this achievement. Watch him make my avatar do it. Yeah. <laughs> two-year-old Miller like. <laughs> terrible. Uh, you're like in The Sims, like That's for rough. real. And like, you're just like, when you're puking, all the bodies are in the video game. Like, Look at him go. He's holding his hair up. Look at that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Your hair is actually amazing there, Fabio. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. you. Yes, yes. <laughs> just flaunting us for us bald guys yeah. over here. It's been, yeah. it's been up in a ponytail for like three days, so it's kind of getting sore, you know? Mm. No, I don't. Neither of us has any. My hair muscles are getting sore, so I had to let it free. <laughs> yeah. Can't say I've ever had that problem. Nope, nope, nope. You've been growing decade. that since the pandemic, right? Since COVID, so. Yep. You got one haircut during that time, right? It was yeah, like at the beginning. I let, the beginning, I so. let uh, Jamie cut my hair yeah, yeah. when we were drunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. We'll keep it going, man, because when this whole thing pops off in the boogaloo, you'll look like a Viking warrior. It'll be sick. Yeah, yeah I'm going to grow the beard out, too, so I'm not shaving until yeah, next October. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't think I can grow a beard. I've never done it, so we'll see. It doesn't matter. You'll instill so much fear into some like avocado <laughs> toast-eating motherfucker like, as you bust through the door. <laughs> and you're like, where's your beard? And I'm a lumberjack, so it works like, out perfect. Please don't kill me. You're like, I won't kill you if you give me your beer. <laughs> and you're like, Miller Lite? Two years old? That's it. I usually drink mine yeah. three. Yeah. If it's avocado toast, it's probably more like Michelob Ultra. Ooh, oh, yeah. Fair. So what was your favorite beer in high school? Do you think it'd still be your favorite now? Didn't drink in high school. You yeah, didn't? No. Same. Oh, okay. All right. Good, I, good question here. I went to Germany once. That was about it. Had the beer there. Didn't drink in high you school? You went to Germany and had beer? Oh, oh I had geez. the beer there. It was awesome. Uh, oh, that man. was... That right. was like my first beer experience was in Germany and Austria and having all the beer there. That was so your when, first beer yeah, experience. So what when, the fuck? So when I, I so when I came back in college and stuff and we, we started drinking like Keystone and Bud Light, I, let's just say it was quite a disappointment. That's yeah. That's I've been chasing amazing. like those beer tastes from the first time ever since. And you don't quite get them, dude. That's wild. That's you fucking wild. destroyed your whole yeah, beer was, experience I, life. Looking, all the heroin looking addicts that, that listen to the show are like, yeah, man, I totally right get it. Never, you, man. Chasing that German like dragon. I, there were some like white ales out there that were just out of this world. And I've never had anything like that. Uh, I feel here. like we're literally sitting at an NA meeting right now. And he's like, hi, my name's Alan. My first experience was in the motherland. Fire, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. There I was in Munich. And, <laughs> and, and I couldn't even tell you like any of the beer names there because you walk into like a restaurant, a bar, and you just ask for a beer and they just pour it. Oh, don't yeah, specifically exactly. say anything you say i gross a beer you like because you want the big one you ain't getting the little one over there mm-hmm. even yeah. in high school we knew that wow yeah i didn't drink in high school though no what was your first beer dude well, i can't even remember 21 when you had your first beer no 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 so i started like home brewing right when i got into college like so the first semester i was at school um my uncle was like I don't know, I was home on for Christmas and he was like, yeah, and he had his like homebrewing stuff out. I'm like, what's that? He's like, oh, I make my own beer. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And so my parents got me like a homebrewing kit. So then I started doing that. I don't know. I'd say like I, I, I didn't like Keystone or like cores. I had had them or whatever. Yeah, but right. like one of my first alcohol experiences, like I'm like completely opposite of Alan was Mogan David 2020 on a, on a rugby fun, <laughs> on a rugby fun run. So if you could just. 2020? Like Mad yeah. Dog? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Okay. Yeah, it's actually, I've never actually heard what Mad yeah, Dog was. He's he trying to church David. it up a little. Mogan David, yeah. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to church up not, J- Joe Dirt there. Yeah. <laughs> not only that, not only that, but I had the fucking grape one, which is awful. Uh, like, great Go blue Raz on the Mad Dog. Yeah. Well, anyway, so <laughs> running around campus after practice, like, and I'm sweaty, and then I have to drink one of those, like an entire bottle at every <sighs> stop. 
So I had a fucking really bad day. Yeah, it's just a malt liquor wine kind of thing. I don't know. Like I guess grape. my first beer experience that I really could like, I guess it would be like Sierra Nevada. I'm yeah. Like Sam Adams. Because yeah. I was just like, I'd had Keystone and Bud, but like, I don't really remember like, I know I'd had them, but I didn't drink them. Yeah, we, we were cheap college kids. Like we, we would buy Keystone Light and Bush Light because they were $5 less than Bud Light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bush the only lattes t- all day. The only time we had anything good is like if I came home and uh, my dad left a case of like Sam Seasonal out and was like, yeah, if your mom doesn't see this, can make it in your car. And you'd be like, all right. What? <laughs> Damn. Your dad sounds Fuck. pretty cool, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I recently just... Um, so all I do, if people aren't picking this up by now, is I just talk shit to people on Facebook. But anyway, <laughs> you think you do a lot of commenting on Facebook, a lot of comments. Yeah, yeah. he's banned himself <laughs> from several several groups. Oh yeah, all caps, multiple bands. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, so this he one tries to make logical arguments against people that won't listen to them, and then he just gets angry. Yeah. Right. And I'll be getting the text message. You see this? I just owned his ass. <laughs> I owned his ass. He's on like his lunch break at work. He's like, I don't have time to be like. It's just fucking my phone just blowing up shit. in my pocket. I'm like, this is an this is Chris just talking shit to people. <laughs> I pwned this fool. How do you know you're not talking shit to like a Russian bot or something? He doesn't. That'd be kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, well, anyways. And he's just gearing you up. Right. You know? yeah. How about you shoot up a school later? <laughs> you're like, you know what? That guy's got a point. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck this shit. One of these guys posted a picture of a beer on like a mountain. Then Chris got even mad at that. He goes, that's two minutes from where you parked. That's bullshit. Yeah. He was up at Artist Bluff. And I'm like, dude, that's a fucking five minute hike. Get the fuck up out of here. You can literally do that. Like you can take a, that's almost wheelchair accessible, bro. Like you can't. Uh, anyway. So this, the, the story is this guy in college. So now I'm still friends with him on Facebook years later. And he posts about like all this shit that he's like fermenting. Like he has a, he has a fucking, um, a mead and a beer and, mm-hmm. and a wine and like all this other shit. And I'm like, he's like, yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, when can I get some? And I'm like, Hey, I just, I literally like wrote him like a fucking, like a, a mini story. And I was like, the year is 2007. We're at Plymouth state. I was like, you're making fun of me for doing the same fucking thing. I was like, I just want to let you know you're an asshole. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, isn't that weird? I was like, I'm literally 15 years ahead of you. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, that's great. No, that's Man. funny. Savage, you are. Yeah, I must have. Dude, you're like, so, have so, you had so, your blood pressure checked? <laughs> blood pressure. It's because oh, I, I let it all out. That's true. I know how yeah. most people are able to like Doesn't say they they want to say something, they're able to hold that in. Chris doesn't have that. No, it mm. just comes out. It's called and filters. If, yeah. if it's on yeah. Facebook, he can't stop himself. He has to distance himself from the group, or he does it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, had to, like, I had to like block other other users for the group because it was like. Cause I was get, it was getting real bad. Like I was getting into like the personal appearance. Like I'm like, dude, he's like, like he's like, I like searched his face. Looks like basketball player on that forehead, dude. Like, he's like, I've searched his Facebook page. He has no pictures of his family. He must yeah, be an alcoholic. I literally deep dive on some motherfucker, and I found out that his like family owned like a laundromat. And I'm like, dude, so you're just inheriting daddy's laundromat, you fucking loser. <laughs> this, no this, pictures this of you is and your family on a daily basis. Hey man, my my profile pictures are up to date. That's this really is, this me. is why Chris is not in charge of this social media anymore imagine yeah. hey you guys can either skyrocket or plummet it's, yes. it's a 50 yeah. 50 roll i'm slightly more stable than the cash uh, me outside girl yeah slightly and she's doing great right? it's dr phil you can do only fans month. once once you blow up you get on dr phil you're one only fans away from being a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. yeah it's too bad the army's got my ass for a little while part-time uh, part-time they got me mm-hmm. they got me so i gotta behave <laughs> 
Isn't the it like part. a rule? Um, like if you were if you're in the military and you won and you win the lottery, they like they kick you out. They don't kick you out, but they discharge you. I have no idea. That's interesting, and I hope it's true. Never and I hope the, I win. I never won the lottery. So I, have no idea. I, I heard like because like say it's they, like a change of lifestyle. Yeah, like, and because yeah. you have so much money, they would see that as like um, a negative effect. You could like pay people to do your duties and shit. Well, I'll put it to you this way, man. Who wants to lay outside and go? Who wants to go to fucking PT every morning when you have millions of dollars? Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm of, saying. That's why they probably you get imagine you. if you're just one of those dudes that did it for free. Hey, I'm here for the free college. Like, I just got a bunch of millions. Like, maybe there's people there who just want to serve their country. I've met a couple of those people that have an extreme commitment to their country. Yeah, and they get there, and then they get and you know interact with. They some, change their minds. <laughs> well, they interact with some poor leaders who don't care about people and. No. See, I might talk a lot of shit and be like high blood pressure and high energy, but I do give a shit about the people that I work that work for me yeah. and the people that I work for. So that's good. There's that. That's good. I mean, at least I won't fuck them over. I'll take the fucking heat before I fuck them over. Chris is a loyal friend. I will say that much. Man. <laughs> so you want to be on this side of the yelling? You mean this side of Facebook? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a clear line in Facebook, and you want to be on that side. Or you got to have a really good burner account when you try to burn them. <laughs> yeah. Which I think that that guy. What's that guy's name? <laughs> I know all their names. I'm not going to shout them out here right now. <laughs> what is it called when you? Uh, oh, let's dox, dox some motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't donate a hundred dollars to a truckers fund. You'll get fired Jesus Christ. Yeah. oops I don't oh, want to go man. politics no, 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 no. Yeah. No. <laughs> alright so Chris. what are what are you guys motherfuckers favorite breweries I'm gonna go first okay I'm love, gonna go last because I, I feel love, like I've been talking a lot I okay. love Tributary man nice I love that place me and Gina both love Tributary it's a great I love Tributary too yeah. I haven't had a beer that I wasn't like god damn this is good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're not like crazy beers they're like just simple like pale ale I've like had a, them before, but where are they out of again? Um, Kittery. 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 Okay. Yeah. Nice. So the, Super small. Yeah, the guy that, uh, you know, the head brewer, founder of Tributary is Todd Mott. He's like one of the brewing, you legends. know, legends in the area. Is the guy that came up with the original recipe for Harpoon IPA. He worked at Portsmouth Brewery in New Hampshire and did the Kate the Great recipe, which was like the only well beer in New Hampshire for yeah. years. This this came up in an episode. Uh, Kate the Great. Oh, that's was, right. Yeah, that was yep. someone's first imperial, and they did not like it. Yeah, well, and they damn. hurt his dad's feelings. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking opinions vary. <laughs> I, know. I, ne- I never had Kate the Great, but um, yeah, not the lesser, right? Yeah. So at uh, Tributary, they do. You know, he does an homage to Great Kate the Great called Mott the Lesser, um, named after himself. But it's solid beer. Yeah. <laughs> I just love their pale ale. Yeah, they usually do and like traditional like, style stuff, pale ales. Hellas, it's like it's like, it's set. I don't know, man. I've had like so many pale ales, and you just drink that, and you're like, fuck. It's like super clean, super crisp, and you're like, God damn, it doesn't make any sense how clean this beer is. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fair, man. It's good process, good recipe, you know. Yeah. Nothing I, I've never had like a crazy beer from them. I think they had a they did a beer with like clams. 
clams. Bunch of clams. They do an oyster stout or something. They do an oyster stout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. A, that's a that's no. like a popular. Is it? Well, I, I mean, not popular, but it's a it's it's an idea that's been trodden like a, before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, I don't, it, it'll never be a style that blows up or anything, but it's no. one no. of those fun things. Well, there's gonna yeah. be a lot of dead oysters. Twenty first Amendment did one, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, who's up next? I had I had the tributary actually just right now. Like, you had a Baltic Porter. Yeah, yeah, that shit yeah. was fucking. Mm. Okay. I haven't had many from them, but fuck, man. Yeah. Well, if Chris is going last, then you should probably go. Oh, it's going to me. Favorite breweries. Um, that's really hard for me to answer technically. Because you um, work for one? Well, not necessarily because I work for one, just because I've. Just because you of, work for one doesn't mean that should be your favorite. No, and it, yeah. and I, you know, I'll, I don't have a favorite brewery. I could tell you like favorite beers from favorite breweries or like places that I tend to enjoy better, like Dynamic Earth. That's your favorite brewery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what are you digging right now? Just be like, hey man, I dig them, and then just give us the reasons why. Yeah, I'm like, um, I'm a, I'm a big. We're, we're in New Hampshire. I'll just talk New Hampshire breweries, whatever. I've been a big fan of Schilling recently. I think they do a lot of really okay. solid yeah. traditional styles. But even in their their other brand that does the newer like New England IPAs and stuff, they put out solid. They have another brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So Damn. it's resilience. Yeah. Oh right. You've yeah. probably seen the cans. You just You've, don't realize it's oh, from them exactly because oh, okay. they don't really advertise that it's Schilling. It's like yeah, they're kind of doing that. Um, Jack's Abbey. What's the other guys? Do? Springdale. Yeah, Springdale. Yeah, it's, it's very similar to that where. Yeah. The the Schilling brand is the traditional styles, and the Resilience brand is like the newer school. Is stuff. there a beer? Is there a brewery a cool t- in Houston named Schilling? Or is in that something? Houston? I oh, like I think sh- I know what you think of. But it's not Schilling. Is it something else? I yeah. I mean, if they succeed, it. then it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they succeed, then it doesn't uh, matter. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll just yeah give Schilling a shout out. They they do solid stuff for both their brands. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's next? I'll, 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 I'll go ahead okay. and go next that way. Um, if I'm going to, like, any place driving distance outside of New Hampshire, I'd probably go with Treehouse. That's, I mean, it sounds like the fanboy answer, but the variety is, is just there for me. Um, there's so many other places I like, but just from where you can get uh, the most variety, it's, it's right there. The place... In New Hampshire, I'd like to see more beer, more available is Exeter Brewing. I don't know if you've had any of them. They are a small little brewery, and they literally oh, yes. drop their beer in like three spots. Uh, they, they do bottles, right? Yeah. And, and they do the Swayze Days or whatever. Yeah, Swayze Days is okay. a big one. Yep, yep. But they're like their drops are so infrequent, it sells out like that day, and they're not on the cheaper end. It's like seven bucks a bomber. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's bit pricey for the beer but Mm -hmm. be nice to see them get a little bigger at some point have a spot where you could actually go get it and maybe that seven dollars would transfer more to them than whatever they're doing right now yeah i mean that's just a scale thing and yeah yeah nice i'm like i think if they sell it that quick i'm like i'd put my wife outside the garage and be like (laughs) stand here three hours make us two times the money (laughs) yeah you know something like that probably would work yeah yeah Ooh, okay, my turn. Um, see, I'm torn with this because my initial re- reaction is okay, Burlington Beer Company. I fucking I've just been yeah. I've been in love with them since the beginning. But I gotta say, they're putting out stuff like now that 
they're getting extraordinarily adventurous mm-hmm. with crazy fucking lactose this and sweetness that and and sour this and and to be perfectly honest i'm at this weird tipping point now where i used to be a huge into dessert beers now i'm fucking going back to basics and i prefer just a simple no bullshit recipe mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to say right now final answer fucking jack's abbey yeah yeah I'm simple bit. crisp mm-hmm. clean mm-hmm. No bullshit. I like I like that yeah. framing hammer line. All the yeah. those there, those are big. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. You gotta go up to Kittery then. Try tributary, man. I see. That's the thing. Mm. I haven't had met too much of that, but I'm, I'm yeah. intrigued now. All right, I'm going total homers on this one. Yeah. So, no, no. All right. So I'll start off with Main Beer Company. Okay. I really, really dig Main Beer Company. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, fucking lunch. Yeah. They've renovated um, their their space, and it, good, I saw. I've been there before. It's a good and spot. been there after. The pizza's awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say the pizzas. Yeah. That, that's a reason to go there alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I applied for a job there a couple of years ago. Um, didn't get it at first, and then they called me back like months later after I had already got it, accepted a job in Boston. So I was like, all right, I can't do it. But when they walked me through all their process, like I just really. You know, shit gets expensive in a brewery, as you know, mm-hmm. Seth. And it's mm-hmm. like their commitment to doing things in a certain way, even though it was expensive as hell. Like, that's it's just yeah, unbelievable. So it just made me a really good. And they're always like, uh, like tributary, like you're explaining, like all their stuff. Like, I haven't really had a beer there that's like, oh my god, this is like world beater stuff. Like, this is unbelievable. But everything is just super solid, and I'll just buy it all the time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. very respectable. Like I yeah. so like they they naturally condition their their beer in the keg and in in the bottle, and um, so that's like how I know that's another thing too. Like because they kind of gave me some insight into how they do things. Like I know that if I have a bad main beer company at any place, it's almost guaranteed because it's the place. Uh-huh. Like it's their taps or or something like mm-hmm. that. Like because they just don't they take they literally keep their bottles at a certain in a warehouse at a certain temperature for two weeks and then ship them to a place where they're cold and then ship yeah. them cold. Like they don't do it. They don't fuck around. They don't no. fuck corners. I'm still impressed with their dedication. They stick to what they do. They stick to the bottles. They didn't jump on the can line. Yeah. You know, they're doing what they're doing and that's so what they're known for. I that they never jumped on cans. Like, well, the other reason why I'm surprised. At this point, I think they're just locked in so hard and that's well, like yeah. their identity. <clears throat> that could be a possibility. And obviously, like I only had a couple of days there to like mm. talk to them about their their stuff. But like Allagash really helped them out yep. a lot. And so that was like my other um my other favorite brewery is, is Allagash. Like, you know, I have a, like a way greater appreciation for Allagash White. Like, that's like one of my yeah, that's, a, that's a that's an OG beer there. Yeah, I mean, if there's if there's too many question marks on a menu, or I'm at like some uh, Allagash White's like one of those weird ones. If you're out at like a sports pub in Boston, that'll be like their craft beer option. And it's like, oh, well, yeah. it's either this or fucking Michelob Ultra. So I'm gonna go Allagash White. Yeah, that's what I do with lunch. If I go to like kind of like a place like, oh, we have like fifty thousand beers on tap. And I go through and it's like, eh, like yeah. I'm like, these are all kind of like cliche beers. I'm like, yeah. oh, you got, I'll, I'll take lunch. Yeah. And that's usually I, what's, that's my go to at like kind of chainy restaurants. Yeah. But talking to all like the people around Portland, because I'll talk to people behind the bar and whatever, and just like the amount of goodwill that Allagash has shown to like everybody. Like I heard through the grapevine that Bissell Brothers Three Rivers facility, it's like a wild facility with photos and all that other stuff. And like, great, the, great place. So. Yeah. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's been open for a couple of years now. Yeah. I just haven't got up there. Is but that way up in that Maine, Millinocket? Place we went Milo. to? Yeah. Yeah. Milo. It's, oh, yeah. Milo. It's, in, it's in Milo. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. Which yeah. Are, we have good friends that live in Milo. And okay. Yeah. So we've been going up there for years now and it was uh, awesome to see. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't want to say that like Allagash set it up for them. That's not the case, but like they gave them some guidance. And then mm-hmm. I forget what the brewery is in like, in Europe, but they're the people that like 
spread the knowledge to the guys at Allagash. And so yeah. like, that's what I mean. It's like, mm-hmm. I think that that's just really fucking cool, man. Yep. Like they're not, I mean, they're competitors, but they're not yeah. the goodwill. But like the guy at main beer company literally was like, Hey, this bottling line, everything about it. Allagash walked us through from start to finish, go to yep. this company, get this stuff, do this. And like, to pretty much save them all the ass pain of like growing through all those problems, which mm-hmm. probably saved them thousands of dollars. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Frustration. Yeah. So <clears throat> just hearing all those things and they make like really solid beers. I love Allagash's wild beers, like everything that you can get up there on site only. Cause they're so big and the yeah. distro so yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And I love the fact that they, that they jumped on the can train. It's a yeah, great after, first stop. Yeah. It took them a little yeah. while, but yeah, I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad that they did. And, and like you said, I was surprised that, after Allagash jumped on the can train that um, main beer didn't. But yeah. Man, but who knows? Maybe, maybe. it's in the works. Like, yeah. 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 You know they used to give out a free fucking flight, bro? Allagash, uh, right? Allagash? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't I've, do I've, it I've gotten it. Yeah. yeah. Wooden coin. Yeah. 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 You literally like, so like if you go up to Industrial Way in Portland, all those breweries across the street, I mean, it, it, they've changed out a couple of times. But I think for the last three years, it's been pretty solid, like Battery Steel, Austin Street, Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and Definitive. And then yeah. now Definitive. Yeah. But like, I think it was 2017 when they stopped this, but like pre 2017, Allagash would open at 10 and all those other breweries would open at 11. Yeah. And so you could literally go to Allagash and they'd be like, Hey, welcome to Allagash. And they'd give you like a little fucking token and you get a free flight. It was a predetermined flight. You couldn't pick what you yeah. wanted, but yeah. you get a free flight of fucking beer. And so yeah. everyone would just pile in there mm-hmm. and then at 11 o'clock, just go across the street. Yeah. yeah. And everyone get like, their free, free flight. And yeah. And yeah. it's like, dude, like the, I guess the idea was like, Hey, we get a free flight Buy you buy stuff or whatever. And yeah. you buy some merch or whatever. But I think, it got to the point where it was way too getting taken advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And they stopped. And I, I don't understand why. Like that shit can happen. Free beer, bro. People yeah. fill your fucking place like, up. That's all you could get at that time was yeah. the free flight. But now yeah. you go up there and you can get tasters of pretty yeah. much everything. Yeah. They have a bunch of right. types and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the evolution of them, but those mm-hmm. are the reasons why those are my favorite breweries. And yeah. and to sort of like with Allagash being like so generous to the beer community. It's like, I mean, they're so established. I mean, the roots yeah. of craft beer is so fucking established in the Northeast with Allagash that, I mean, they fucking can't do no wrong, man. It's like Sierra Nevada. Like, yeah. they really just can't. It well, doesn't matter. Up in this, well, Sierra Nevada was the 80s, but I was going to say, like, wasn't Allagash part of that, like, that what was called, like, the second wave of craft beer in, like, the mid-90s or some shit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, man. I've never met anyone that owns a place or whatever, but I heard they have like a really sick like employee bar or whatever if you visit. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Never <laughs> been there I'm on the bucket list. Mm. Employee bar. There's a lot of breweries that you hear about the employee bars because you'll see them talk about mm. beers that, or they'll put one out finally and be like, oh, this is a real crew favor. You're like, then where the fuck's it been? <laughs> well, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to work at Maine Brewing Company so bad. Like, to finish off like the interview, they took me to the employee lounge and there's a fucking kegerator and they're like, yeah, we just have like beers on tap here for the fucking staff. I'm was like, this, Chris was this very close because they this told after you accepted the, third Chris. the mystique job, the, the no, mystic no, job. No, so I, um, I, I, I had applied at Maine Beer Company and they were like, this is literally just for like a packaging operator like literally stacking fucking boxes was going to be my job and like putting collars on kegs like very simple work and it was taking them like forever to go through their process and i'm like dude i appreciate you guys are very much taking your time and i was like but i needed to get the hell out of where i was and so i got a job at down east cider in east boston so i accepted that one and then literally the third day at down east which was like three months later 
like 90 <laughs> yeah. freaking days. Yeah. They sent me an email That's and they're like, crazy, man. Like, well, they had told me like, uh, I think like six weeks before that, they had told me like, hey, we didn't pick you. You're like, everyone really liked you, dude. Like, don't take it personally. But like, we found someone we thought would be a better fit. And I was like, oh, cool. And then like, better, talked to some friends that worked up there. Fit. And then that dude like fucking flaked and like didn't work hard. And like, was just kind of like, I don't know, weak. I don't know. A better stuff. fit for a basic packaging job. I was it's, like, dude, you see how crazy. much of a crow magnet? Like, like, I literally look like a caveman. Like, <laughs> I, I, use that, I literally used that excuse like a month ago when I didn't hire a guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fair. sorry, man, there's like a better candidate. So, I mean. Well, no. So, like, I got all butthurt. So, like, I wasn't really super digging down, uh, down east. Like, I did yeah. like that, but it was like cider and it wasn't beer. So, I was like, okay, this is cool. And I'm happy I took that job, though, because I met a lot of cool people sure. through yeah. that. But, um, yeah, I was just kind of like, well, dude, now you're coming at me. Like, and I, I just took a job and I'm, I'm on my third day. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to quit on these people. Like, see, right, ya. right, right. Um, it sucks. Takes that long. Though, yeah, and you moved too. So, that'd have been like, yeah, I had like, or yeah. I was in like the process of like getting an apartment down there. Which was hilarious. I lived in like a Harry Potter, like I literally had one power <laughs> covered over the stairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like, it was like, it was like a rando apartment too. So it was just kind of funny. Like we had this guy. I lived with this guy from Egypt. He's a cool dude, but he worked like eight jobs. And his like biggest like thing was like he kept to himself, but he just would always leave like his BK or like McDonald's and like chicken nuggies like in the fucking <laughs> fridge. And I'm like, oh, he saved that shit. Right, just leave him there, and like literally, like there's like a bite out of one of them, but he put it back in there, and I'm like, God Weird. damn it! Hold on, hold on, I don't know. Hold on, a bite out of a chicken nugget. Those good. Like, he's like, one you know bite. what? Yeah, 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 dude. One bite. Yeah. I'll save this half nuggie for later. No way, dude. Hey, man, this is not racist when I say this, but he's not from America. He's not a gluttonous fucking pig like it's us. True. Okay? God damn it, you're right. Dude was from, the dude was from dude, Egypt. He knew, he knew high class food when he fucking saw it, and mm. that fucking spicy chicken nugget was. He should be worshipped. <laughs> nah, but no, nah, that was like his like biggest like thing, like half drunk, like fucking soft drink, just like going oh, flat in the geez, fridge. I'm like, that's uh, some serial killer but, shit. But like, I didn't yeah. want to throw people's shit out, dude. I'm like, dude. Omar, like, I know he didn't want to, but he thought about it. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. I'm like, you know, whatever. That was a fun time, but yeah, I wish I had waited though, because main beer company would have been sick. You should have just taken it, man. Fuck it, ditch down east, slowly move up. Well, I ended up doing that four months later. Like, I only worked at down east for like four or five months, and then the job at Mystic opened up, and I went over there because I had a friend that worked there. Sure, so like, we had worked together at 603, Mm -hmm. and then he went to Mystic, I went to down east, and then he's like, hey. We just fired someone. We need some. We need someone who works hard. Like you in? I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it gets competitive at times for jobs, especially at those like uh, the breweries that have the really good reputations. And Definitely. there's o- there's only so many people that work in the industry. Like it's it's hard to find a good brewer, cellarman, you know, packager, even people that are stacking boxes. You know, you want them to have some competency, like. Oh, for sure. Well, I man. think it's too the problem with with hiring people in that industry is whether and Seth and I kind of talked about this offline a bit about like experience levels and everything, but I think it comes down to like ambition, right? Mm-hmm. A lot more mm-hmm. people now than ever have like college educations and whatever, and they're like they'll be satisfied with doing something, but then they want to progress. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how mm-hmm. many months can you stand on the end of the canning line just stacking boxes in like a perfect stack before you're like, hey, can I do something different? Yeah, yeah, because exactly. like like a lot of this stuff is, I mean. It's cool, hey man, you're in the craft beer industry, but like now that I've that I've done it myself, most of the jobs, I'm like, dude, I'm not impressed. 
Like I'm like GSP yeah. up here. I'm like I'm not impressed with your performance. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you just romanticize a, the idea, but it's like yeah. well, but I just I just realize what it is. Like right. it's mm-hmm. dude, you've literally just simply learned a process, and you could be a very smart and talented person, but like you just memorize the process and you can do it accurately, dude. You're baking a cake, right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, if all of us in this room baked fucking Betty Crocker fucking brownies, and then we did a blind taste test, somebody's brownies are gonna win. Okay, you're naturally all the same ingredients. Right. Uh, that yeah. secret ingredient. But eventually, is. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, like, somebody's it's brownies. You got to dip gonna... your liquid ingredients into your dry ingredients, <laughs> not your dry ingredients into your liquid ingredients. <laughs> 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 or, or, or maybe you're adding your secret, your own secret sauce. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, like, different. Eventually, you're gonna. Sauce. We're gonna get to a point where if you bake enough brownies, you're gonna be able to do it. Right. I don't know. That's just my spiel on it. And so it's, like, it's true that people want to progress. Like that was like one of the things when I went to Maine beer company, they're like, Hey, we're looking for a packaging person. So if you're the type of person who's going to come in here and like work the packaging line for a year and then ask us if you can go be a sellerman, the answer is no. Yeah. Like we, we'll make you the lead packaging operator. You can work your way up that route, mm. but that's what we're looking for. And if you're interested in the other thing, we don't even want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, but what if I'm a talented, awesome person? Yeah. What if an opening comes up in your company like that? That seems very inflexible to me. I mean that yeah. that dream of moving and moving up the ladder in one company and putting in your like life into that and be like, oh, I started the bottom and now I'm the head brewer or whatever. Like that idea is like not as common as it used to be. Well, but it's not even necessarily that, James. Though it's because as depending on the size of your company, that's a big thing too. Yeah. But when you are a decent sized company, you're like. If we talk about the brewing triad, the brewing triad, right? And you've got <laughs> copyright twenty-two ear to ear over here. Yeah, where, where you've got you've got brewing, cellaring, and packaging, um, and you're hired, like he was saying, as like okay, we're stacking boxes. You could work your way up this because that's we're hiring for packaging. We're not hiring for brewing. That's what you're you're applying for. Right. Like if if a if a brewing job comes up, maybe you can apply for that later. But that's a different department, right? Right. And so like it's like when you're working in the corporate world and you work in an office, I, uh, you could be an engineer, you could be a salesman, you could be uh, in IT. There's all these different departments that operate. Just because you work production at a brewery doesn't mean that one day you're going to be head brewer. You if still you're need working to apply. On the packaging line. Yeah. You have to apply for that job if it comes well, up. Well, I think right. the other problem though, and this comes down to like um. So all these small breweries, I'll try to condense this thought because I have just like a feeling of it and it Mm. conveys like a certain, it makes me feel a certain type of way. But like there's, so like, I don't know, this goes into psychology and if I'm, these are my assumptions and views in the world. So if you don't agree, well, cash me outside. How about that? (laughs) Anyway, but like, there's like people like what? Like money, people like power and Mm -hmm. people like prestige, right? And so like, it's very much cooler to be like, I was the head brewer or I was a brewer as opposed to. I was the lead packaging operator. And if you know anything about these things, like you have to have an expert at both of those locations or else things can go really wrong. Right. But then how much do you value that at like monetarily and how much prestige do you put behind it? You know, like, right. So that's why there's like a natural progression of people are like, I don't want to like, cool. I started stacking boxes and now, I was just a canning line operator and now I'm the guy that runs the whole canning line crew and I manage two shifts and I have eight employees that report to me and I'm the, I'm responsible for all the SOPs training evolution. If, if the brewery's looking at buying a new piece of packaging equipment, like I'm heavily involved in that pro- Like you have a lot of power, but then you're, 
always kind of viewed as like second fiddle to like the yeah, brewer. Yeah, it's the fucking I offensive made, line. I made, yes, yeah. I, I made this analogy <laughs> okay. on the Ball Guy Beer Review. Yeah, where yeah. I was like, yeah, like the packaging crew is they are the offensive line. Your brewers are the, the quarterbacks. Brewers get all the fucking yeah. pussy. And then, like your, um, you know, your your cellarmen are like the secondary. Or, yeah, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about. Oh, how good this label looks, or how good it, the beer's carbonated but, consistently. But if you want to win, you gotta have team effort. You, know, you, you gotta know, have you gotta have all of it. All of it. Yeah. Right. But I think that like that's the other thing too is like when you get into those smaller breweries, there's people performing multiple functions in multiple different roles. Yes. And usually, yeah. Yep. I mean, I think it's a very common. I think it'd be a very common thing to go to any random brewery and just pull a random employee. Like, hey, you're a cellarman, or you're performing a cellar function. The guy be like, actually, I'm a brewer here, but I'm just doing like a cellaring week. Because, mm-hmm. like, um, I, I mean, this is probably highly inaccurate from memory, but, like, that's what Isaac used to tell me, how, like, night shift used to roll. He'd have to do, like, two canning line shifts a month where he oh. was just rocking on the front of the canning line mm-hmm. because, like, nobody was above the canning line. Like, you're going to get there and you're going to dog it out packaging kind of mm-hmm. deal. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we talked about this with some other people in the past where, you know, the smaller breweries, they're, like, they're the one-man show. So they're doing it all or if they get somebody in there they'll learn one role and then they want them to learn the other roles because you know you lose that one man one man show you have no show no beer no brewery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure it's yeah size of company is definitely a big thing that's with any kind of business you're trying to run yeah yeah (laughs) i mean all those things i guess are just highly situational on what your own like situation is but that's just like kind of my own like personal viewpoint on it is like not that package. I mean, nobody's like ever like disrespected the packaging people. They're like, "You're a, like you suck." Like, yeah. hey, nerd. And if like, you did, it's you're not like an a that would be such a cliche. Like, like you know, that'd be so weird. Uh, yeah, like Revenge of the Nerds, but it's yeah. a brewery. It's like nerd. Yeah. With so many brewer, with so many breweries, though, I have to imagine. It's happened in one of oh, the yeah. eight thousand. You're fucking breweries. trash, bro. I run this place. <laughs> yeah. It's got like fourteen brew bracelets on. Yeah. <laughs> you see these bracelets? I brew here. Yeah. Without like, me, this place is nothing. Yeah, like, hey, You're bro, trash. Just, just, just cap on foam and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I brew good beer. Chris fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. it's all what, Chris's fault. Well, you know what? All those brewers with all those bands, they got taken down by the sexual harassment panda, so they can fucking yeah, yeah. 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 I actually, That's a plug for the I, anti-racist, anti-sexist beer club. I well, yeah. We'll be talking about that a little bit in our final history. I don't of beer think you episode. should. You're all our white males. It doesn't really work. Uh, for we're we're going to mention that it happened because we're covering the history of beer, and it's something that happened oh. in the history of beer. Yes. Seth, yes. What do we have going on in these uh, little yeah. things right here? I'm going to try one. One of those growlers? Yeah. Uh, one of them is a session IPA and uh, that's more like West Coasty style. This is the amber with and coffee. And then another one's an amber with coffee. Oh, Which is a fucking beautiful color, man. Mm. I want to try the amber with Kofefe. I hadn't known that have prior to pouring. I would have gone there in that yeah. direction first. Yes. Nice. So um, I've been thinking about this a little bit earlier since you guys were talking about your rating system and how you talked about there's a 10. Have you, do you got like I know on the podcast you guys haven't rated a ten, but no, I don't. We no. haven't rated a nine. But but no. have you in like outside of the podcast? Can you think of any beer that would hit that nine or ten that yes. you've had in the past? Yes. Hold on, I can't remember uh, the name off the top of my head, but I had it recently. So I had it recently, so I'll be able to find it. Hold on, 
Oh, oh bummer. Oh, this is such a sad four. <laughs> this is why I love Untapped. I'll get the little taster. <laughs> this is why I love Untapped because for me, I just keep it as like a journal. Like anything that I've checked in twice, it's because I forgot that I checked it in. Hmm. Like, I wish I had started Untapped, but when I found out about Untapped, I'd already had so many beers. I was like, ah, I started too late. But if I started then, I'd probably still have <laughs> right. a ton yeah. of ratings. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I stopped rating there. I just don't like the five point system. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it Beer Advocates, the other one? Did you guys yeah. ever bring that up? Yeah, I was, my, my buddies were trying to bring me onto that shit. And I was like, it's way too late for me. I'm not starting over. Yeah. It's unhealthy wasn't, for wasn't me to start over. Beer Advocate. Like, That's what's like, your one you stay in? Yeah. yeah. It's like getting a new card at fucking you the, get gr- like, the you Grill get, Next Door. The, the Grill Next Door. It's like, fuck, man. That's too late. Yeah, I haven't been there in so long. I'm going to go back so bad. What is Dude, that? Yeah. I saw on the, the exchange. The Grill Next Door. It's this. Uh, restaurant in Haverhill Mass and their whole thing was they have 36 different taps and you go around the block so they give you this card that's got 36 spots in it yeah and once you have 36 different beers on that card you've gone around the block once and then you like the first time you get a t-shirt second time I think you might get like a glass and then the third time you get your name on the wall yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they have. It's a pretty solid like food. Thirty. Right? That's a lot of beers, though. It is, yeah. I went around the block once. I got the T-shirt, um, but I haven't been back. I used to live closer to there. We used to. I can't find it. It was. I want to go around the block three times in one day. Keep <laughs> <laughs> it coming, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. It was some sort of like farmhouse. Like you're talking about the Hill Farmstead one you've been talking about for a month and a half now. Yeah, it was unreal. It was like 1.4 percent. It was fucking unreal. Oh, I just had that beer. I can't remember From the name. Is it Charlie? Uh, is it? it? I don't know. I can't Charlie. Like, it's sounding right. That's yeah. I've, I've heard the story enough where it could be Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So when um, so when me and Gina went up to the property up in New Hampshire, yeah. we went to a barbecue place in White River Junction, mm-hmm. and they had Charlie there. I think it's Charlie, and it was like one point three percent. Yes. Super. Yes. One point seven. Charlie. One point seven. Yeah. yeah. I was. Really, I don't know, man. I was digging the shit out of I that like beer. I like it too. Yeah. It was pretty good. So did you yeah. say nine or ten? What's well, the? Oh, it's definitely not a ten. Okay. No, not a ten. <laughs> but it's no. a nine. No. Yeah, I'd give it a nine. Okay. Nine point oh. Wow. Wow, I thought it was pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, like I would like if if he put that in cans, I would be driving my ass up there to go get. I like it. Damn. I like it because it's such a low ABV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to know what's really cool? So Sean Hill's original like his first like big time brew house when he sold that shit and moved out of the barn into his facility he sold it to mystic really yeah so i I worked on that thing i was like man i feel so cool and then all that shit came out about him being like a sexual harasser and a fucking (laughs) piece of shit i I actually don't know any of any of those stories i just know it yeah i don't know shit about like a like there's like female brewers like bitching about something. There was one in particular that started the wave. Went yeah. from about 2,000 Instagram followers to like 50,000 in a matter of like two so, weeks. Someone yeah. asked the question yeah. and she posted her answer and then it's just like everybody else started shining Every like with, female brewer. Shining yeah. in with their in the stories brewer. and yeah. it just really took well, off. My buddy my buddy Phil like worked with her at Notch and like dude, I don't know, I don't know her personally but from everything my buddy Phil has said like dude, he's like, she's a fucking top Notch human being like oh, good, okay. a good person. So like. You're going to go the other way with that. No, <laughs> no, no. The way he was saying it up everybody thought he was going the other yeah. way no and i was oh, like wow, he's gonna go there no i mean I've, I've spoken to her once i don't but nothing like nothing bad no nothing on a personal level like i don't know i don't know i her. can see like an all male like i mean 
breweries are like I could see that like male it's dominance there. Pretty, yeah. 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 And like I could see how that shit could and definitely mixing alcohol. Right. Yep. I could see how all that yeah. could happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not gonna I don't think that's a combination that's gonna continue to win cotton. No. Cotton. no. <laughs> nope. See how that's gonna work out for him. <laughs> so Alan, what about you? You got any nine or tens on your I don't know. I'd have to like since we've been doing the scoring system, we haven't in Thinking back, like if I look on my untapped, I've had fives and stuff in the past, but looking forward, if I tried them again now, I don't know what I'd rate okay. them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'd have to try something and see um, nothing off the top of my head. Okay. Well, he can't remember because it's that fucking first beer that he got in Deutschland. <laughs> 20 years. It's not hurting. I'm chasing yeah. the dragon yeah, yeah. still on those. <laughs> what was, uh, when you guys went out for the Vermont beer tour you guys did, what was that beer you brought back? The uh, like fresh hot beer? Oh, oh, fucking the, the green sh- can, the man. green cans. That shit was that fire. Shit was, that shit is great. I would say that is probably in my top ten favorite from, beers uh, from Fiddlehead. Fiddlehead, uh, the fresh hop beer, dude. <sighs> Fiddlehead, the only beer we get at Fiddlehead. Oh, Mastermind, Mastermind. That's it's it. So it's not a fresh solid. hop beer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Whatever mm. that, yeah, Mastermind. You can only get it there, right? You can't buy it. In stores. I don't think they destroy it. <sighs> At least they, they definitely don't destroy it. That was pretty yeah. good, man. When, and you guys got it like super fresh, right? Is there something to the psychology of that? Mastermind? Because that's something about it that you that you, that you mentioned. It, it was significant enough to mention. Like, you can only get it there. Yeah. So that's there's probably, something to it. There's probably there's something, something to it. I, I think there is something to yeah. that. Yeah. But, like, yeah. but like, I would buy that definitely if it was in stores. Yeah, yeah. but I gave that to him. And he didn't go. Yeah. Oh. And it was a blind test. Like, he had no idea the history of that beer. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. I gave it to and then him. we told him, oh, yeah, you can only get it at the brewery. And he's like, oh, shit. All right, like, street certified. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. That beer was fucking solid. You start to see, like, Fiddlehead seems to be, like, that new one you're seeing in a lot of, like, the local places on draft. Fiddlehead yep. IPA seems to be, like, we want to put an IPA on. We're a chain restaurant. We're going to put that there. But you're seeing it like it's on that draft at 99, like little places like the Red Blazer and Concord. You see like it's you're just seeing it everywhere that you yeah. just used to not. And if you go back and look on like untapped pictures, it's one of those beers that looks like it's changed over the years because it used to be one of those nice, clear, crispy boy looking ones. And now yeah. it's like it's full of haze. Like, so uh, a little, I know a little bit about the history of that beer and um, Fiddlehead IPA specifically, when they first released that beer, it was draft only. Okay. And, and it was draft. So they didn't distro outside of Vermont, except for your rare, like Armsby Abbey type place. <clears throat> and when they first started Fiddlehead IPA, it was only going to be a draft it was draft only beer period like they weren't going to release it in package because they wanted it to be in the keg fresh as possible anywhere you would get it but i'm if memory serves me correctly they didn't actually start putting it in cans until the pandemic happened because draft sales basically were destroyed at the beginning of covid19 yeah yeah so they're like oh shit we actually have to put this stuff in cans now And then they started to distro outside of Vermont, just like a lot of other breweries, like Alchemist distroed outside of Vermont at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and then you saw a handful of others. You saw a bunch of those breweries from like Maine were distroing outside because they, these are touristy type places where yeah. you would have to drive yeah. there to get them. And the pandemic kind of changed that landscape. Yeah, they, they they had to they had to switch their model from building up to building out yes. because people couldn't come to them and, anymore. And now yeah. there's only a 
less than I can count on my hand breweries that still were able to survive that you come to us model. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Treehouse. That's the, the number one, definitely. <laughs> they're, they're the only brewery in the world that can only sell it there and get everybody to go there. I, mean, I haven't heard of any other brewery that does that. Has anybody else? Yeah, they like to claim yeah. they're the only ones that that the volume just from their their locations. That's because they have a, such a fanboy fucking <laughs> dick sucking fucking <laughs> reputation. But yeah. fuck that. Well, this is this is the, the reaction I was trying to listen. So, so this is not on video. Your so. knees are fucking scabbed. Bro. <laughs> so, like, he, he was sitting there and his arms were at his side, or he was fucking working around. And then all of a sudden, the arms cross, and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, the old like the, the fucking up. old dial up internet like. <laughs> like he's starting to fucking get fired up. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I think everybody knows my stance on Treehouse. Yeah. They're yeah. a solid fucking company. Yeah. They make solid beers. But when we go to Hatteras and we bring cases of them shits of all different varieties, I'm so fucking bored with them. Yeah. It's just like it's well, everything just, tastes the same. If you drink IPA after IPA, that can happen with any IPA you're sure, drinking. Sure, you're getting that hop fatigue and all well, that, that stuff. Well, that brings and, up another subject that I wanted to talk about. I know we've been going for a while here, but like one of the things that I wanted to talk about is like how homogenous like the scene is. Like, right? So you got the, the first bias with Treehouse. Like, so for a lot of people, they got there early, mm-hmm, right? And then mm-hmm. they then they took off, and so. Like you can have like some other random small brewery, like take a kettlehead up in, you know, what is in Tilton, New Hampshire. Like I think they produce some really good IPAs that are on par with Treehouse, but nobody is going to be running and sprinting to fucking kettlehead because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just some random like, but because it's not Treehouse or whatever. Right. And I'm totally with you because I had so now Treehouse dropped a place on the Cape. My in-laws have a place out on the, out in East Ham, mm, yep. so I'm like, oh, this is sick. I can just get off at exit three and go to Sandwich and get a bunch of Treehouse, and then go out to the Cape, and you know, I can drop a hundred bucks on beer. And um, recently got married in October and had like, you know, the party, so I picked up a bunch of Treehouse beer, and I'm like, this is sick. But I'm like, dude, these these loggers and some of the other styles they're making, I'm like, dude, nothing is it. None of this stuff is impressing me. Outside the IPAs and maybe the stouts, their their other styles are just mediocre. I, I've had some like solid stuff that's outside of their IPAs. Nothing is bad. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. They do a good job, but that that's most decent yeah. breweries is they just they kind of do a good. Well, so but that goes back to the whole fanboy thing, yes. right? So it's like so yeah. you want to talk fanboy loggers. Mm-hmm. If you're talking fanboy loggers in this area, you're talking notch. You're talking notch, hundred percent, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like, but it's the same thing. Where it's mm-hmm. like, does Jack's Abbey really are they that much? Are they that many levels below notch? Not really. Exactly. You not know? not at least in the package, right? Yes. Maybe Ex- like the experience there with the side tap and all the other weird yes, shit they're doing. When you like, go, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, when, I mean, they did a fucking goddamn pitch line pilsner. Like, are you fucking shitting me? Like banging the fucking thing, dude, like tapping that, the keg. That's like, a whole. Wild. That's a subject in and of itself, right? But that's but, what yeah. I, but they're extremely <laughs> dedicated to that. And then I and think I love that. I love that. And yeah. I get your like angst with Treehouse because I really feel like they're like, all right, we are A plus B plus C. And now we're A plus B plus D. And we have a new beautiful package with a little story on the side of the can. And because we're Treehouse, you'll buy it. Mm-hmm. And now we're A plus B plus E and on and on. Oh, oh now we're going to get real fucking crazy. Now we're going to go A plus B plus C 
plus E. Oh, and double it. And whoa. Yeah. Like everyone's like, yeah. this is the fucking most amazing thing. It's yeah. like, a lot of it with there, too, is they have a nice experience at the brewery. It's yeah. a sick place. Mm-hmm. And now, like, now yeah. that they've streamlined everything online, the, the lines are gone for the most part. Yeah. And you can really be in and out if you want to, or you can hang out. But um, how do you streamline the shit online? What's that? How so does that work? They're, all their ordering's online now. So everything's yeah. QR codes. There's no more line. You just walk into so like a pay, smaller everything's line of paid people. already it's already yeah. paid. here you go they're not taking cash for anything except for merch there so you just show up you know you do your thing on your phone you already have it bought there's like a line of five they, people here a line of ten people there figured it the fuck out like when they opened that place in sandwich mass it was literally brand new beautiful right on the water and it's supposed to be their a tap- logistics are legit yeah it's yeah, supposed they, to be they a have tap that room. down hardcore yeah it was supposed to be a tap room but they couldn't get it open um in the pandemic right because they were had this plans like pre-pandemic but they opened it anyway because they're treehouse and they don't give a fuck and so what do they do they completely pivoted and they're like they use their online app and they're like okay we're going to be open from 11 a.m. to whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's like four. Like, you had to book like and a time or something. Book, uh, and a five-minute time slot, and you give them the make and the model of your car, and you roll up at your time slot. And it literally says, "Please do not come early. Please do not be late. Like just get here." Sometime in your in the five window. minute slot, you, it, we got it might have been longer than five. Yeah, I think it was like, like fifteen. It's a 15 they were running window, but either way, it's like arrive in your window. And like we rolled up, and my wife and I, we were like a half hour early because we had severely misjudged some shopping <laughs> we were going to do, right? And then they like some guy that just came over to us, and he's like, "Hey, what's your time slot?" And we're like, "This," and he's like, "Is this your order?" And he's like, "And we're like, yep." And he's like, "Okay," and somebody like walked inside, came, and you just popped the trunk. They put in the back of the truck. I didn't even get out of my car. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gone. I and still say, like, like, if I'm going down the Cape, I'd rather stop at Vitamin C. It's what's a cooler What's stopping vibe. you from yeah. being, like, a fucking high schooler and just getting a fuck ton of beer? Well, they checked my they, ID they when ID I was They check you yeah, pretty yes. hardcore. Like, your <laughs> grandfather could go there, and they're going to ID him. Yeah. 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 And if he doesn't have one, they don't care if he served in World War II or anything. They're not giving him any beer. Damn. Yeah. Okay. They're like, fuck the greatest generation. <laughs> get an ID, bro. You like beer? Get the fuck out of here. Go get an ID. <laughs> in so many words, they would tell you that. I understand sure. the process, and, like, you have to do that. But, like, I mean, come on. What do you think? Dude, I... I I liked Treehouse and I I didn't I didn't ride the bandwagon but like I went there probably 3 times in my life and the first time was great. I was like damn these beers are good. And then I went there a second time maybe like 6 months later waited in the line i was like fuck this is gonna be worth it though. And then like I was just like real disappointed in not the taste of the beer but like the qual that like like they there there's so much demand that they can't keep up with just like finishing their beer like the very end like it was like i had a beer i had a like a king julius with your dad and i was like, oh i just got treehouse let's split a fucking double and he's like okay we poured it and it was like literally the most hazy like there was just yeast from the top all the way to the bottom it was chunky and i was like damn bro i was not expecting this yeah yeah and it was just full of yeast and i'm like it hasn't even settled dude like i so the thing with them though that i they also have this like advantage so like not and we could talk about a whole fucking episode on this, but yeah, like multiple i think episodes. part of the other part of their advantages and we've all mentioned it at some point during this conversation is like can dates it's like so first of all not only are they put in those things but like when i go get a case there it's so fucking fresh that I almost don't even want to drink it. Like I'm gonna wait a couple yeah, days. Yeah, you get a lot of like, greens yeah. in there sometimes. Like yeah. I went there like right before Christmas, um, or no, just after Christmas one year, and just after the New Year, and every beer that I got in my case was canned within like a week. 
of me purchasing it. And yeah. I'm just like, holy fuck, dude, yeah. this is insane. And it's like when you're on that whole like self-distro right at the location, it just can't be beat. Because once a brewery puts it on a fucking truck, they don't have control of it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And they don't know where it's going. They don't know where it's going to sit. They don't know if that, that case, like case number five of 80 on that pallet got split up chopped oh, yeah. up and went somewhere else and it's like and then it was stored warm it's or, like cocaine, or whatever the case man. yeah like yeah. i don't want to chopped fuck where is this that is apropos yeah, yeah. No, so, escobar pure what the fuck yeah <laughs> i i don't want to be like the cold chain anti-distributor yeah, here like i don't want to be anti-distributor because i work in the industry and the distributors provide service and all this kind of stuff but he's anti-distro <laughs> but but if you think of like a like a perfect world scenario um no no breweries distro yeah <laughs> right and in, in they ev- sell the market best they sell to everyone themselves there's or not even not even that man i'm like talking like some crazy like weird weird shit like like so you just have all these local breweries that produce their own beer and if you want beer you want good fresh beer you just go to the source and those breweries that survive and sell their and make good beer you'll go to them you'll get it and the ones that don't make good beer some weird fucking like two men enter one man leave (laughs) like this is some weird shit you got going over there man but but that's not practical that doesn't that that can't because when it comes to that that now like your your fucking main thing is probably location yeah yes exactly exactly if you're fucking way out Mm -hmm. nowhere guess what man you're not going to be selling beer well that brings up another interesting topic that i wanted to kind of touch on is like i think like bottle shops and like specialty beer stores are gonna die. It's it's headed that not. way. I feel like because you can get either more straight to your house, more to the breweries, and like there's no real variety in the beer stores because they have to stick with the distributors. So they're getting what they're getting, and Burt's is gonna have almost the same stuff as the beer store as this other place. And really, the only difference is the local breweries that self distro that only go in this square mile radius. Mm. And that's the only reason you might pick that beer store over the other one because it's Well, I was also going like the fact that like, dude, like the literal common man things on the side of the fucking highway, I can pull over and like their beer, yeah. their beer selections, I, you know. Pretty, it's getting good. Mar- like, market yeah. basket. I was just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say yeah. market this, basket this area, Like you, 10 years ago, you couldn't get local craft beer in a grocery store. Now, they you, have a good you, selection you there. Drive, yeah, you drive do. 10 minutes to the local market basket or Hannaford or whatever. It's literally where I get yeah. almost all my beer now. The whole got- left side now. You got craft side. Yeah, yeah that's true. Side. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like, there's a decent amount of shelf space that's actually devoted. It used to be like you would have your domestic and you'd have your imported. Yep. <laughs> and now there's like yeah. the macro shit and the craft shit. Yep. Well, the yeah. other problem that I think is kind of like occurring is the full okay, aisle now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like you can get so even those market baskets will get some pretty like not I don't want to say it like obscure, mm-hmm. but like so Seth, like you work in the industry and you know that there are batches that are smaller than others and whatever, and it's like oh, it yeah. only gets pinpointed into like certain places. Mm-hmm. So like maybe those are a thing that I can get at a bottle shop. Definitely. But, yeah. but where can I also get that? At the brewery itself, yeah. right? Because they're going to want to hold on to some of that for like their own purposes. So it's mm-hmm. like for most of these places, unless you're literally in in the middle of nowhere like i'm not like i'm just gonna get it at the brewery mm-hmm. because yeah. okay cool i'll just go get it there like i i don't know i think the bottle shop is gonna die pretty soon this is this is actually happens. what we talked about on the last history of beer where like there was a certain point where you could go into julio's down in fucking westboro 
and every major craft brewer had like seven or eight different styles of their own beer at on least, the shelf. Like yeah. at least. And yeah. it was yeah, exciting. They, you could was go like in and be like, spot. fuck, what new dogfish head can I not get anywhere else? That's sad that you don't see here. that around here anymore. Mm-hmm. No. And, and now it's, it's like at the point where everybody just has a fucking – a limited shelf space so everybody just has a fucking New England IPA on the shelf yeah, and yeah. that's it and it's yeah. it's fucking it, not exciting so you no. used to have a, a smaller amount of breweries that had more diverse portfolios that were in these bottle shops yeah. where now you have many more different breweries that have one style very yeah. limited portfolios in the bottle shop and like, I like to drink beer man but I, it's not even a money thing I like to drink beer but fuck I don't like to drink beer that much where I'm like I can't support them all, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I just can't. Exactly. So now I'm going to start picking up, picking mm-hmm, my spots, mm-hmm. you know. And then it goes back to what you were saying, James, about like, um, you know, like, hey, tributary is pretty sick. So it's like yeah. if you see that on the shelf, it's like, yep, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm not yeah. going. I'm not going anywhere else. Cause I have like, I have a couple like easy just grabbing beers, and one of them is just like the Sierra Nevada, Nevada like little hazy thing. If I'm yeah. going to like a party, I'm like grab yeah. a twelve pack, just grab that. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Because I remember like back in the day when you're like. At least for me, like ten years ago, it was like here's your here's your fridge full of Sam Adams, here's your fridge full of dogfish, and here's like a fridge with like a couple small breweries that they all share. Yep. And you're like, oh, I haven't had this dogfish yet, like yeah. you said. And now it's like you get in line and you're sitting at this fridge with like four other bros, and you're just like, look at all these beers, man. They're like, I know. Four out of like, five so people many. have their phone out scrolling untapped. Yeah. Dude, my wife, my wife, literally at Market Basket will fucking just leave my ass in the beer aisle. You're like, fuck. And she'll be like, honey, I am done shopping list. I need to fucking pick one. Fuck. Fuck. Allagash White, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just grab your fucking goat. Like, I guess I'm just drinking this again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Sometimes with four packs, man, that's the other dangerous thing. Like, it, Gants you and know. Shandies in the summer, man. That's an easy go to. <laughs> so, you guys got any final words, final craft beer thoughts, or anything before we wrap it up? Hmm. What's that weirdo's? Oh, I, I know say, his name, but I'm guy. not going to give you his information. <laughs> What's that son of a bitch? Let's dox the shit out of yeah, him. Look him up on Facebook and just harass him on all his beer comments. No. All right. Well, you guys want to plug the podcast where they can find you, social media, all that stuff? Yeah. Go follow for us at the Bald Guy Beer Reviews on Instagram, Facebook, and we don't have the Twitter or the TikTok. You can email us at also baldguybeerreviews bald at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, I do check the email about once a week. So. Stand by for a response if you are going to do it. Probably not. <laughs> you probably tuned out of this particular podcast, so apologize to the TFK <laughs> If you're a TFK faithful, you're probably like, and forget about these guys. <laughs> our thoughts don't stay in our heads. They drift away. Hair doesn't hold them in. That's right. That's right. right. No, nah, man. Just keep drinking beer. Yeah, definitely. Drink what you like. Don't let somebody else tell you what to like. I like yeah. it. I like that. And don't forget to rate, to review, and subscribe for their motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, a, put a thumbs up if you like Hazy Boys. And yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. All rate right. this podcast a point two five if you're a Treehouse fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later, guys. Thanks, Later. fellas. Nice. Damn motherfucking Ooh. shit. Quality control, Ooh. baby. All right. So we got the end of the episode here. We are in the QC portion. And uh, I mean, 
we talked to Alan and Chris. Fun, easy episode. Flew right by. I don't have anything particular to QC or nitpick. Um, I stand by everything I said. <laughs> I just have one thing that's been bothering me. <laughs> and I can't remember what I said in the moment, but I just have a correction regardless. Okay. All right. If you are going to make authentic Betty Crocker brownies, <laughs> you are pouring your liquid, your dry mixture into your liquid as you're stirring, as you're beating it. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're putting your flour into the liquid mixture. That's how you make authentic Betty Crocker brownies. You don't go, I always go powder and then I put crack the eggs in it and then just mix it all up like a savage. Well, that's when you buy that instant shit, man. Oh, we, well, what's Betty Crocker but not instant shit? So do you guys know the history of like instant cakes and all that no, stuff? No, of how, course not. That's like some we, World we, War II shit, right? Yeah, well, what ended up happening was originally it was very, it was more simple than putting the liquid ingredient, like cracking eggs and adding the oil. All that shit was in the box. You didn't need to Added have your water. eggs and that other stuff. Yeah. You just needed to add water. But what they ended up, uh, what ended up happening was the people that were making those instant brownies or cakes or whatever. Yeah. Didn't like that it was that easy. They wanted to feel <laughs> a, a higher sense of worth by actually having to get I the eggs out of the refrigerator and crack the egg in and pour the tea table more oil like a baker. In, and you're feeling like you're doing more of something. So they're like, oh shit, we got to modify the recipe. We got to actually okay, throw okay. the eggs so you back have to in. Add the eggs, the milk, and all that bullshit. Yeah, but you didn't originally have to do that. They had it more simpler and more narrowed Jesus. down, but people felt better about actually having to get the fresh eggs and the, the whatever. So okay. they, they're like, okay, we got to make it slightly more complicated. <laughs> Damn. I know. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. James, James, what do they got to do? You know what you motherfuckers have to do. You got to rate, review, and subscribe to this motherfucking podcast. Check us out on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to check out the Bald Guy fucking beer review podcast. Later, guys. Peace out. I don't know. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Sausage candles.